Welcome back to work. I'm your hostess, Trinity the Tuck, and this week I have Ginger Minge back, 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 back again. This episode, we talk about sisterly scandals, drag race rundown, hot topics, and more. Hi guys, it's Trinity the Tuck and you're listening to The Work Podcast. We have so many fun topics today and let's get started with our very special guest, Ginger Minge. What's up, what's up, what's up? Yay, two weeks in a row you're here with me. I know, I'm so excited. It feels like no time has passed in between. <laughs> None at all. <laughs> this quarantine girl, you got all the time in the world. Hello. I'm glad that you live in the same city so we can do more stuff. I hope we can do even more content. Today. Literally right down the street. Yeah, how long did it take you to get here? Ten minutes. Oh, girl, I'm going to be at your house. <laughs> well, come on. I know your cupboards are full, bitch. I'm I coming. got a hot tub. You do? I do. Bitch, I'm coming. To, I need to see your house. I'm you do need it. to see my house. It's pretty. I like it. You just moved there, right? Yeah. I bought my house like the same week you bought this one. Oh, work. <laughs> I love that. Well, um, we have some fun topics. Uh, sisterly scandals, hot topics, drag race rundown. We're going to play a fun game at the end. Um, let's just dive right into it. I want to do, um, Sisterly Scandals. Sisterly Scandals! Oh my god. Okay. Uh, there's a... <laughs> no, right? There, um, there are some interesting topics. The first one is, you just did a play called Women Behind Bars. I did. Um, with several cast members, and, and I saw that you had some trouble after yeah well uh, so i did women behind bars in la at the montalban theater gorgeous old theater mm-hmm. uh, huge how long did this run it ran for two weeks uh but i think the entire process was a month and a half so okay. we lived in la that entire time um eureka was the matron in the show for those who know the show it's the role that divine played many years ago um tracy lords the infamous princess of porn who then transitioned into like real honest to goodness fantastic acting um mink stole you know the the mother of all john waters films yeah um coco peru oh i love coco we had wesley woods who's an uh, adult star very famous in that that realm and also just a fantastic guy and so this this was an all-star cast it was really packed to the gills we had Susie kennedy who is the world's leading marilyn monroe um i don't even want to call her an impersonator because what she does goes beyond impersonating and she really just kind of inhabits marilyn monroe she's actually hired by the estate of marilyn monroe to to do all sorts of commercials and movies and uh that's she cool. she wears Marilyn's actual costume. Oh wow! You cannot. T- she could be standing as close as I am to you, and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Is she? She's a cis woman. She is. She wow. is, and she's fantastic. And she's also um, she's very Cockney, you know. Yeah. So it threw me for a loop the first time we were in rehearsal, and she's talking like this, and she messed up her line. She goes, "Oh fuck me! I really bit that one, didn't I?" Oh god! I I about shit myself. It was so like it was jarring, and it was funny, and she's one of the funniest people I've ever met. I really really love her. Um, so it was a great group of people. Uh huh. It's also a very strong-minded group of people. I can imagine. So the entire 
process of putting the show together, rehearsing it, was tempestuous, to use a big word. It was fucking crazy. I mean, you're working with Eureka, for one. (laughs) Well, but everybody came into this at their own level of fame, with their own notion of how they had to be portrayed in order to appeal to their fans mm-hmm. and to do this and to do that. You know how it is. Yeah. And it really caused a lot of disconnect um, between the cast and the the crew. Mm. Um, I just kind of, you know, I've learned just to keep my mouth shut and sit in the back, but I'm an empath and I really kind of, I pull all of that energy. So it was very stressful going to rehearsal every single day. Very proud of the product that we put together, but it was not easy getting there. And so I was already stressed out about that. Yeah. I was stressed out about living in this this tiny little apartment in LA for as long as we lived there. We were a month and a half there and it just, it was dark and it was quiet and it was not my my type of place. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh-huh. um, I like to be surrounded by people. I like to, to have fun. I like to always have something going on. Yeah. Joyous. <laughs> uh, and it was not that. And without me realizing it, it put me into a spiral, like this mental spiral. I went so far down the hill so quickly. Um, my OCD just kicked into overdrive. And I had all these obsessive thoughts and fears of death and destruction just disaster everywhere. Yeah. Um, so that show could not have, as much as I loved it, it could not have ended quickly enough for me to come back home, try to regain my bearings. But you were like, you had like quit smoking. I had quit smoking. I quit drinking. This it, is all before this. This is all before that. But I was like, I'm dealing with so much right now in my own head. Yeah. And if you haven't ever been there, like, the people who have been through what I've been through will completely understand it. And this may sound so weird and strange to people who have never had to experience it before, but it's like you're trapped inside your own body. You're talking about like depression, like serious depression and obsessive anxiety. Mm. Um, I couldn't go to sleep or wake up without experiencing a full on panic attack. Mm. And the meet and greets, as much as I love meet and greets really kind of exacerbated because it was, it was every person that I met, I felt like I was pulling their energy. I felt like whatever was going on, and you know as well as I do, that we become a shoulder for a lot of these people. Yeah, it is a lot. I can only imagine. I've never experienced depression myself, um, but there are people that are close to me that, that have, and, yeah. and to witness that, it's, there, it's you're like, you're at a loss because you don't know what to do to help but there's nothing you can do. Yeah, And depression is bad enough, but when you add the manic side to it as mm-hmm. well, it was like I was in a constant state of fear. So you used, you went back to cigarette smoking and drinking. Well, so kinda... when I, as soon as I got home, um, I made an appointment with a psychiatrist um, and I went in and started talking about everything. And it's somebody that I had worked with before and she said, well, I know you quit smoking. She said, this is going to sound very unorthodox and a lot of people won't agree but you've quit drinking you don't do any kind of drugs you need some kind of outlet you need some kind of advice so i'm going to prescribe some medication for you um and she said i think that you should for a little while 
maybe just pick up smoking again, just because you know that it calms you down. Does it work for you? And it does. Smoking calms me down. Um, She put me, I did not want to go, I didn't want to become dependent on uh, drugs again as I was when I was younger. Because this is something that I've suffered with my entire life. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. My entire life. And my entire family is the same way. Yeah. My mom, my sister, myself, we're all exactly the same. And uh, I told her I did not want to become solely dependent on them again like I was before. So I have been, and it works for me. And you're in a better place now? You I'm in better? a much better place right okay. now. And it hap- I've always believed that everything happens for, for a reason. reason. I agree 100%. In its time when it's supposed to. Um, but when I got back, you know, everything seemed to start going crazy. Yeah. I have been through it and it's been insane. And I, I don't believe that if this hadn't snuck up on me in January and February, that I would have been in the place where I could have found it in, in, in March. Well, I'm glad that you have sought help because that's, uh, you know, your mental health is extremely important. Um, you have a great group of people around you to help you through yeah. those times. I'm in. I, um, I want to move on to another sisterly scandal. I actually would rather just call it a scandal because it's not really very sisterly at all. Um, but I haven't had a chance to talk about this with anybody. Mm. The whole Sherry Pie mess. <gasps> and I don't want to yeah. say like it's a Sherry Pie drama because it's not really drama. It's like this seri- is it's like serious stuff. I don't, it's mm. never, this is far beyond anything that's ever happened on Drag Race at so if you guys don't know what's happening with Sherry Pie, um, girl, all you have to do is just Google her and there's a whole story about it. Anyway, she manipulated multiple guys, like not just one or two, but a ton of guys. Like I think um, there was a news article. They said upwards of 30. Up, upwards to 30. Yeah, over, I believe they said a seven year period. Craziness. Yeah. And um, a lot of these were people that she was really good friends with. And it wasn't just there. Like a lot of um, headlines are saying uh, Sherry Pie catfished, which she did, but it's far beyond catfishing. It's beyond catfishing. I, I believe. First of all, I'm gonna preface this by saying I don't have any more facts than anybody else. Uh, you know, just for you, the you listening out there, I know as much as you do. I have read the articles. I've read the statements. I followed the. The Facebook posts, of course, I'm on Reddit reading everything that gets put there. So I don't have any more information available to me than you do. I don't know Sherry Pie. I have never I don't know met her, either. her. Yep, never either. But I, having grown up as a victim of, of sexual assault and, and all of that, like, I am inclined to side with victims. Um, so I will say that. I think that this is insane. To catfish somebody, I think most people have got on the internet and got a wild hair up their ass and and pretended to be someone or something that they're not once in a while. I think we've all tried that. We've all dabbled in it to get a picture or a reaction or whatever. Yeah. But to take it to the extreme that she has taken this to, it... To manipulate people. To manipulate people. In person, too. Like, it was like, it, you know, she pretended to be this, like, talent scout or agent for, like, movies and plays and Broadway and stuff. But then, like, also used herself as Sherry 
to kind of to back up the to claims. back up to back up the claim. So it just it like she manipulated these people. Um, some out of like multiple multiple uh, nudes and and sexual videos and uh, got these guys to do steroids, which is you know can fuck up their health. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> I um actually talked. I was in New York not too long ago, and I um had a conversation with somebody who actually does know Sherry very well. Mm-hmm. And um, they were telling me that one of the guys, which was, I believe, Danny, the, the last one that she manipulated in December. Is that the one that really kind of blew this wide open? Yes. Okay. So apparently she manipulated not only him, but to, to, uh, to send these things and to do steroids, but also... Uh, manipulated him to break up with his boyfriend, manipulated Ooh. him to stay away from his family, manipulated him to not go back to college, um, and to stay at this, uh, I, it was some job at, at a bar, just so she could continue to do this, this predatory action. Well, and that's, the, the moment that you can isolate somebody, they become an easier target. And... That is manipulative and definitely uh, predatory to to force somebody into a corner where the only person that they have is you. Yeah. And they rely on you and depend on you. And then once you have somebody in that position that relies on you and depends on you, for you to take that power and abuse it is disgusting to me. I, this whole thing, it makes me sad. It makes me sick. Um. I don't know all of the facts. I can't sit here and preach about what she did um, specifically, but I can sit here and say it's fucked up and it's wrong. Yeah, I do want to. I do want to say this. As much as I, I disagree with her, and and she deserves everything that's coming for her. I do hope that the fan base does not send her death threats or go tells her to go kill herself. Like you know, that's. A little much, and you're 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 going to the extreme. Kind well, of puts you on the same level. Yeah, honestly. Things, like, she'll she'll get hers. She's gonna get hers. She's getting hers now. Like, um, just leave it alone. It is. It's not. If you want to talk about it with your friends, great. But don't send stuff directly to her. It's. It just doesn't help the situation. No, it's not gonna help. You're adding fuel to the fire. Yeah. Um. And and it is being handled. I mean, she has. They are snipping her. Oh, out girl. Left and right. Drag race has. Drag race. Wow. And BH1 has. To me, my opinion has done a great job. Absolutely, as best they could, as short amount of time as they had mm-hmm. to edit her down as much as possible without compromising the show. Because you still, you know, you can't. You have to show her in the challenge. Well, exactly. There's a storyline that has to be followed for any of the season to make sense. Yeah. Um, but and they, unfortunately, you know, they released that she made it to the end. And so, um, and unfortunately, that means she's going to be shown every single episode. But you do know that she's not going to get any of her prize money if, for the wins that she got. You do know that she um, is not getting any confessionals. And you do know she's not going to the finale. And, and you know she's not getting any bookings. Oh, girl, at all. There's no merch to be made. There is no bookings to be had. This bitch, I don't know where, where she'll even work. Because not only is her drag name associated with this, but her, her legal name is associated with this. So she's never going to get like a good job again. I can't imagine. No. So she has like ruined her life. I hope that people out there use this as a lesson. If you are doing something to this extreme, girl, stop now. It ain't worth it. Well, and you know, I was reading on Reddit, of course, because I'm always there. 
Um, somebody made a post that said, I don't think that they should change Sherry Pie's edit, but hear me out. And I was like, oh, girl, let me go in and see what she's about to say. Yeah. I read this entire essay and it made complete sense to me. It said, you shouldn't edit her out. You shouldn't edit her to be a villain. You shouldn't edit her to be anything other than what she was so that people can see that no matter how nice, no matter how kind, no matter how talented, somebody can still be a very dark person underneath it. Somebody can still, who who you like and who you can connect with is still capable of doing terrible things. Well, there is something about her and I've never met her again. Like I, I, I've never met her. Me I either. I can only just state what I've seen from the Meet the Queens and um, what little bit of clips that have been shown on the show. There's something off about her anyway. There, I get an uncomfortable feeling. Maybe it's just because I, I found out about this before I even saw her. Mm-hmm. But um, there's something creepy about her. Yeah. And um, it's a shame because she seems to be very talented and her drag is very good. And it's a shame that she let this get in the way of of a golden opportunity because I bet you anything that that bitch was going to win. Or she at least had a good shot. Yeah. Well, the end of that bitch. Um, <laughs> let's move on to... Um, well, we should probably also say that if you have been affected by anything like this, make sure that you reach out to somebody. Like, it's good to talk about this. If you've been affected by... Don't crime, be shamed. Right. Yeah, yeah, Don't absolutely. Come forward, tell your story, be heard. Um, there are those of us who aren't going to shame. Yeah, exactly. I um, I want to move on to Hot Topics. Yes. Mm, hot Topics. Uh, this Hot Topic is going to be about... Um, we were both on it, AJ and the Queen... Not getting renewed for a second season. Which is so weird because didn't they post on Twitter and Instagram yes, that, it, that, it, that was, it had been renewed for a yeah. second season? I think that the whole Sherry Pie thing kind of played into this. Well, there. so I just going back to the Sherry Pie thing for just one second. I had to host the viewing party at Roscoe's the night that that all went down. Oh, the night of her first God. episode. Oh, yeah. And y'all weren't y'all weren't allowed to talk about it, right? Well, not only were we not allowed to talk about it, we didn't have much information at that point. So we were just like everybody else going, well, this may or may not have happened. We're not exactly sure what the details are. How but awkward. something's going crazy. And then that thing pops up, that little blurb right at the beginning of the episode saying, due to recent allegations and her confession or whatever, she's been disqualified. And of course, everybody there wants to talk about it. And we're like, not did, only are did we- Did the fans no, ask y'all questions about it? They they began to, but um, T-Rex, T-Rex kind, shut she it just kind of shut it down yeah. quickly. Um, simply for the fact that even if we wanted to talk about it, we don't have any of the information to, to, to go on at that yeah, point. Yeah. Nothing had really, uh, too much had come out about it. Well, apparently, girl, the, New York knew about this months and months and months ago. Like, um, somebody said that they knew about this a year ago, like, that she was doing this. I had heard that through some of the girls that I work with in New York. Um, when they come through the Parliament House, they said, oh, girl, there's this big scandal, and Sherry Pie's about to blow up. And I was like, well, like, in a good way or bad way, bad. This is going to be bad. But they never told me anything about what it was, you oh. know? Um, so, anyway, going forward to AJ and the Queen's cancellation... I know that there was a lot of tinfoil hat theories that 
people were going, well, this is just RuPaul and World of Wonder trying to distract everybody from everything going on to try to minimize the damage. Oh no, RuPaul seemed this was. Oh, like I, don't baby. Believe, this I don't believe. I don't believe baby. Yeah. yeah. I spent two weeks with her on set. Yeah. And I saw how passionate she was about this. So I don't think she would have let somebody else's scandal affect this passion project. Now, hers. I do understand, like, a lot of fans were saying, a lot of fans loved it. and But a lot of fans were saying they didn't like the, the they felt the quality of acting for Rue was, uh, was not up to par. That was their opinion. Um, and that's why they don't think that it got renewed. I... I like the fact that it was a little campy and her acting was a little quirky. I do feel like as the season went on, her acting got even better. Well, my episode was episode nine and you were episode 10. Yeah. So we were there at the end of the season. She had been doing this for six months by the point that that I came onto the set. And I thought she was lovely. I thought she was like a very giving acting partner. She was always willing to try new things and, and uh, try it a different way. And, I thought she was great. I, I really admired her on the set. Um, I will say, having sat and watched it from the first episode to the last episode, it was very uneven. The tone was uneven for mm. me. Because there were times where they didn't know exactly what they wanted to be. Yeah. Are we campy and gay and fun? Or are we this... Uh, serious this drama. Serious drama. Or are we... A mystery, like a Scooby-Doo kind of mystery. Yeah. We're tagging along. It just, I think it needed to be honed in a little bit more. I think if they would have had a second season, they could have done that. Absolutely. They could have answered a lot of these questions that that weren't happening. I really do hope that they shop it around and I hope it gets picked up somewhere else. I do too. I really loved being a part of it. Me too, bitch. Where's my crown? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to move on to... Uh, a topic called Drag Race Rundown. And um, let's just talk about what we've seen so far in season 12. Um, how are you feeling about the cast? I actually really like this cast overall. It feels like, uh, it feels fresh and new. It yeah. doesn't feel like the same old thing. And, you know, I love Drag Race. It's one of my favorite shows. I was I loved the show before I was on it. Yeah, me too. But the last couple of seasons, through no fault of the girls, has felt a little bit like the same thing again and again. Yeah, I I agree. I felt like season 10 was a little... And season 11 was real meh. Um, yeah, I don't know and, if it was again, the, it, the challenges I don't, I don't or... I think it was the girls. I think it was just... I think some... it could possibly... You know, some of it was to do with the, the girls a little bit. Not all of them. Uh, maybe. But, um... I don't know exactly what it was, but it just felt like it was getting a little bit stale. I do love this cast. I think this cast, the they have a huge, um, diverse group of girls. Yes. Um, very talented. Very talented. And I also like that they're taking some chances by doing, like, the different types of lip syncs and this, that, and the other. Yeah. I think that that's fun. And I love that they made them write verses and do musical numbers right, right off the, off the bat, bitch. You you got to see who was who was going to who be who came to play yeah, and, and who, who came, came to play. Just to, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, there was there's a few girls that I'm like, okay, from watching the first two episodes, I I can kind of see weaknesses and strengths. Yes. Um who is your top three, you think? Well, I am in love with Rock'em Sock. 
Yeah. And I knew nothing about her going into this season. Literally zero. Yeah. Never even heard the name. And then the promos came out and just like everybody else, I was like, oh gosh, she looks like the love child of Trixie and um, Kim Chi. Yeah. And then I sat and watched her. She is so cute, so smart, so funny, mm-hmm. not afraid to laugh at herself and very talented. So I am all about Rock and Soccer Women. What, uh, t- name two more that you really like. Two more. I love Jan. I've known Jan for a couple of years. One of the most talented people I've ever met. Great vocalist. Um, great vocalist. And I think that if she can calm down and get out of her own way, she'll do great. Yeah. Uh, and I also... Jackie Cox, I think, is fantastic. Um, I think she's beautiful in a, in a way that we haven't really seen before. Um, I think that having worked with her before, I know how talented she is. And I know what she has to offer. I'm just waiting for that to come through. On I, I was just going to say, I'm, I think that she is very talented. Like, she seems to be very smart. And apparently she's a, a, a smart comedy queen. Mm-hmm. I haven't been, like... I haven't been she, impressed with her on the yeah, show Yeah, it's, it's not... There's not been anything that I've been like, oh, wow, about her yet. But I'm like, I'm waiting. Because I, I yeah. think it's coming. I think it's coming too, and just knowing her, I hope that it's coming. I hope that the world gets to see how fantastic that she is. Um, As far as fashion goes, I really like Gigi. I think that she has a cool style. Um, I love, you know, girl, I'm a pageant queen. I love a good pageant queen. So Jada just does it for me. Uh You Uh, know who I'm really obsessed with, though, is Heidi. Heidi, her personality is, is great. Everything she reminds me of Chichi Devane a little bit, like not yeah. not the budget, but she got the personality. Uh huh. Um. So I am excited to see more of what she does, or, or at least how she acts. And well, Chichi Devane and I got to share a dressing room and a car during Women Behind Bars because she was in it. Oh, Club. cool! She was so fantastic. And let me tell you, she's funny on the show, but when you get that. Sequestered. The two of you are just in the room. She is one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. And a lot of people don't know this. Chi Chi can actually really sing. Ooh, she can sing. She's a good singer. She she's a very she should have done that for the for her talent for y'all. And she was a fantastic actress. She was so scared because she had never really acted before. Yeah. She was just natural. She was brilliant. Yeah. Well good. good. Well, um, one more thing I want to talk about the season uh twelve girls. What is up with... And I think her aesthetic is kind of cool. Like, she's definitely quirky and weird. Um, Aiden Zane. Girl, what is up with this wig? She has worn that wig (laughs) literally six times, and it's only been three episodes. Well, you know, everybody has a a comfort blanket, and maybe that's hers. I think that um, she is very important on the show right now. I think the representation that she's bringing is very different and very important. And I really... I like her. I don't know her. Yeah. But I I like that she's a little backwoods. That she... I liked her in her, I liked her in the musical. Like uh-huh. The, the, I, her she surprised me. Yeah. It, I mean, she she didn't sing, but like her spoken word was cool. Yeah. Um, I can tell that and she... And I thought she looked the most appropriate in that specific yeah. challenge. It was very Liza Minnelli. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cabaret. Cabaret, yeah. Um, but I definitely... Girl, I definitely want to see her in a different wig, bitch. Come on now. Yeah. Um, 
But we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. I, I, it's um, Right now it's Sunday, so we have a couple more days till the next. I loved her tool. Look. She did look great in there. I wish the tool was uh, the dress was a, a little, little bit longer, a little bit longer. But the hair yeah. was sickening. Um, one thing that bothers me about the season so far with Michelle and I love Michelle is she's uneven with her judging. Like she doesn't say anything about Aiden keeping the same exact makeup and hair every episode and every challenge every time she's seen. But well, we Rockham, Rockham, or not Rockham, uh, Crystal Method gets red to filth for her specific makeup. Yeah. But her makeup is specific to her. I've never seen another girl that has that exact kind of makeup. Yeah. But um, but we also don't know. I mean, they're cutting two or three days worth into 43 minutes. You know that. We don't know exactly what Michelle really said. Right, but this is did. the edit that they're giving her. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying it could be coming. I hope. It, I hope it so. could, You know Michelle. If she feels strongly about something... She will continue to say it until somebody listens. I hope so, bitch. Because I, I really actually do like Crystal's makeup. I think it's it's, it's mm-hmm. interesting and cool and specific to her. I love this whole cast. Yeah. I really, really do. It is. I, I'm such a fan of Drag Race, even still now. Um, let's. Do you know what it feels like, honestly, is it feels a little bit like season one of UK. Oh, yeah. Which kind of felt like a throwback to the first couple of seasons yeah. of Drag Race. It's US. very refreshing. It is. It feels new. It feels different, but still really familiar. I feel like um, the girls aren't being too censored. There's like one or two that I'm like, okay, she she knows that she's trying to like manipulate or edit a little bit. But yeah. for the most part, like the first episode, Jada was like, bitch, I don't, I don't want to do this. And then the second episode, <laughs> she's like, I am not going to be the orange. I mean, it was like, it was like, okay, girl, I get it. You're, yeah. you're, you're in there to, to, to slay. Um, let's close out this podcast with um, a game. Yay! Yay! Uh, <laughs> um, and this game is going to be Would You Rather? Um, so let's see. Uh, would you rather, and you know she farts a lot, so <laughs> would you rather eat Rock'em Sakura's ass or eat off the floor at a really busy restaurant? Oh, I'll take my chances with rock. <laughs> oh, I don't care. You don't mind a little spice? No. Ah, <laughs> oh, girl. Uh, uh, interesting. I don't know. I don't know which I would. I would rather do. I, uh, both would probably taste the same. <laughs> probably, probably taste the same. Um, so, uh, would you rather share an email account with Hillary Clinton or Sherry Pop? <laughs> Shady bitch. <laughs> um, I would say I would rather share an email account with Hillary Clinton, only because they've gone through everything, they've exonerated her, and they said, "No, sis, you good." No, okay, yeah. <laughs> her scandal is cleared up and out of the way. I, I don't didn't really think that it was such a big deal because even now in this administration, they're they're using. Have you been? Wa- have you watched the Hulu documentary? Yes, and it's amazing. so good. Go it's watch it. So so good. Whether you love her, you hate her, or are indifferent, it's to very her, enlightening. It at least makes you understand her a lot. Uh, so I think it's important viewing for everybody. I would sit and watch one about Trump, honestly. But I I can't stand the man. I don't. But you like, like to learn things. I like to person. I like to know what's happening. I like and, to know what makes people tick yeah. and how they got to where they are. So it's so informative. Even if you don't like her, I would suggest you watch it. Um, but anyway, so yeah, they blew this whole email thing out of proportion, and they go into that. 
but I would totally go with her. <laughs> I don't want to be associated with uh, no, story No, 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 ma'am. Um, so, next question is, um, and I, I hate being in drag and doing stuff. No, no, I mean, I've never done that either, but would you rather go mountain climbing in drag or go deep sea diving in drag? Deep sea diving. You would? Yes, girl, I would let gravity do the work. <laughs> yeah, but you give me like a lash. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I am not gonna go hiking up nobody's mountain. Uh, I At least if you fall in the water, it's there to support you. Yeah, until a shark comes along, bitch. Ride that bitch to <laughs> glory. <laughs> oh, God. Um, would you rather play football? And this is not necessarily in drag, it's just, just, in, general. just in general. Would you rather play football or go to a Republican convention. Um, I've actually played football. I used to play. My dad. My dad always told me that I had football player shoulders. I was just about to say, bitch, well, you have the shoulders. <laughs> he told me a lot of things. It, so he put me into football, but then he pulled me out of it when I said, "I said, how's how's the game going?" I said, well, "Dad, I started as a tight end, and now I'm a wide receiver." Oh wow! He didn't think that was funny. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, you know. Things happen in the locker room, don't exactly. they? Exactly. <laughs> I haven't heard from him since. Oh, <laughs> That took a dark but turn. But I actually really, I, I don't love sports in general, but I really enjoy watching football and especially basketball. Yeah. I think basketball is Is that the one where they're on ice? Yeah. <laughs> um, would you rather tuck with Gorilla Tape or Super Glue? Um, well, I would say I would rather tuck. Because there's ways that you can still keep your little gaff panning on and take the top of it. Uh, you're using that super glue, it's never coming out. Bitch, oh, super glue with earrings and stuff like that, over time, if you aren't careful, they can really hurt your skin. Oh, yeah, well, I, I did that, you know, especially like, you know, in the middle of a drag pageant. Uh -huh. You're switching out these, these giant pieces of jewelry all night, and I can't do the magnets because they pinch too hard to get me headaches, so I always used a super glue. My ears by the end of the pageant, by crowning, it didn't matter if I won or not. My ears looked like hamburger help. Oh God! It was so nasty and so painful. Well, um, now I hardly ever use my pageant jewelry. I just use like cheap jewelry because it always gets broken when I travel. So the last question is: Would you rather win Drag Race with a horrible edit, or go home first? Win Drag Race. Because you could still be beloved as like one that goes home yeah, first. Yeah, you could be. But you know, you never know if, if even if you got that money, would you get booked? Well, I will I'll say this. Now that there's so many franchises of drag race, there's always drag race playing somewhere in the world, it seems like. Uh-huh. Um the there's a lot of us that we're all fighting for bookings. No booking is guaranteed. This coronavirus has told us Girl. that no booking is safe. Hello. Because we're sitting here, you and me, for a month and a half, two months with no work. Uh-huh. So I think I would take the terrible edit. Thank you, dollars Yes, bitch. I should have thought about that. The coronavirus, <laughs> bitch. If, uh, I should have went to a psychic. What should I do with this money? Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to take some fan questions for you. Just a couple. Uh, if you want to listen to those, go to my Patreon now. Uh, to get those sound bites. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. I had me. so much fun. And you know, my grandmother always told me, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, come sit by me. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks fun. for having me, gal. Until next time, bye. Bye.
Bitch. <laughs>